anyway. Or we were talking about, like, you were saying, like, whenever we quit RVing. Eventually, we're going to quit RVing, and then we will have had this blog that we have spent years building up that is relatively useless to us. Hey, this is Heath Badgett, and welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast, episode 61. Today's episode is part of a conversation I had with Alyssa while she was cutting my hair in the bathroom of our RV on August 25th of 2016. Well, it was a conversation that turned argument over what we should name our new merged blog. Should it be therventrepreneur.com or should it be heathandalyssa.com? A blog or website name can be challenging and it's something that's really easy to overthink. And when it's more than one person deciding on that name, it only adds to the complexity. If we just brand heathandalyssa.com, our names, which aren't changing, yeah. and people like that we're a couple, married, working together, mm-hmm. doing this stuff together, and then we can manage it together, and it's branded us, and people know exactly who we are. You keep cutting my hair. And, you know, I can't make my point as strongly as I'm also cutting your hair. No, I, I, I get it. But... Do you feel like we can create as strong of a brand from just a Heath and Alyssa standpoint? Yeah. Apparently, we both had really strong feelings about what the blog name should be. Before going any further, I'll give you some context. The conversation you just heard at the beginning of this show was Alyssa and I talking about what will happen to our blogs when we quit RVing. It's a valid question. The past three years, we've been building a community of RVers as we share travel stories or helpful advice on how to get started RVing. What if one day soon we decide to settle down, or maybe we have a surprise baby? Will all of the blogs we wrote on RVing be for nothing? Will it still be applicable to have a travel blog on RVing if we are normal people who live in the suburbs? Both Alyssa and I have been blogging separately for almost five years up to this point. Then when we bought our RV in 2014, we snagged two domain names that would be our blogging home for the coming years heathpadgett.com and alyssapadgett.com. Very creative, I know. Before we bought those domains, we had a very similar conversation like the one you're about to hear. Should we combine our blogs and have one blog, or should we blog separately? Ultimately, we decided to have two separate blogs. Both of us eventually wanted to publish our own books one day, and we felt that by building up our own names, we'd have more recognition when that time came and if it came. Plus, who knows what we'll be talking about in a year or two. What if Alyssa decided to devote her entire website to gluten-free cooking, and then somehow I have to come up with relevant articles on how to eat gluten-free? I love pizza too much for that. It's not going to happen. There were too many unknown factors. We bought our respective domain names, set a hosting plan on Bluehost, and then started writing posts. Flash forward a couple years, and the blog posts and content that we're pushing out on our websites are almost identical. We're both sharing our experiences and what we've learned while RVing as it relates to business, marriage, and life on the road. We're essentially doing double the work by having two different sites. The conversation to merge our sites came back up again. We both agreed it made sense to do the website merge, but we're having trouble coming to an agreement on what to call the new site. Should it be a brand that reflects us as partners, like heathandalyssa.com, or should it reflect what we are doing on the road and be something like drventrepreneur.com? I think my worry during this time was that if we went with something just like heathandalyssa.com, it'd be less of a brand recognition than if we went with something like the RV Entrepreneur that described what we did instead of just our names. If you look at most of our friends' blogs, mm-hmm. it's their web. It's the, their website is their name, and they are the brand, and they can write seventeen books 
all on different things as their passions change, as their lives change. Yeah. And people follow them because of who they are. Yeah. Not necessarily what it is that they're talking about that year. Like Chris. Yeah. Chris Gillibo. He's a friend of ours who has published a bunch of books and hosts a big conference in Portland every year that we attend called World Domination Summit. He's someone we look up to a lot and have learned a lot from. Chris is like the perfect example of that because he's been really, really good and really, really successful at, at, uh, at that. And he changed his blog from the art of non-conformity to his name to give him that freedom. That freedom that you're trying to give up. I guess the point she was trying to make is that we don't lose anything by branding ourselves as us. If our content is going to be the same either way around the RV lifestyle, what we learn on the road, travel stories, etc., then it's doubtful people would choose to read or not read our blog because it was branded RV-centric versus just using our names. Which is why I'm going to argue with you on it. I'm just thinking, like, what are we going to do after we are done RVing? Oh, don't ask me impossible questions. No, no, no. I'm being, like, I'm being for real, though. Because, like, think about it for a second. The next several years, like, say we build up, keep building up a profitable niche in the RV space around RVing, community, building businesses, affiliate stuff in the RV space. How many years do we have to do that for? Several. To build it up to a certain point. Mark and Angel said that there took five years before their blog was really, really profitable. Okay, well, we're two years in, so... Yeah. So I'm just thinking, like, if you if we work on this for the next several years and then we stop RVing, and, but the blog is producing income, you can bet that we're going to keep doing, like, part-time RV trips to just stay involved with the industry because that's where our income is coming in unless we're doing like other projects like a company but, would that change at all if our domain name was different no and it's foolish to think that i'm just wondering we made a pro con list like months ago and you agreed with I thought me of additional and you... pro cons that weren't factored no. in yeah <laughs> crappy ones mostly cons why are you against heath and Alyssa.com? I was just thinking about like what do the next X number of years look like for us? Like I was thinking of like what I'm gonna be doing over the next several years. Like I'm going to be working on building campground booking into a successful software company. Like it's an RV entrepreneurial business. Like we got started building our business while we were traveling in an RV. No matter what, like this niche is proving to continuously be growing with people wanting to work remote, figure out solutions to doing that so right. it makes sense that we're gonna have tons of content as we're building a company for people to get attached to who we are but also provide a ton of value and then i was thinking about okay so what about when we're done RVing? am i gonna feel like i am like a fraud by having an rv entrepreneur website when i live in a house yeah and then i was thinking about i was looking at guys like pat flynn the smart passive income i was like i'm sure there's been other tons of other projects that pat has wanted to do and he has he's got like a food trucker blog he's got other projects that he's doing but the smart passive income has still been his number one thing that people know him as. He still had books, like people still know Pat Flynn, but he's stuck with his successful little niche and he's got great branding and all that stuff because of that. And so I was just thinking from that perspective, like we create a really awesome brand and it doesn't trap us into not being able to do other projects. Listening to this after quite a bit of time has passed, I can tell why I didn't sell Alyssa on having the URL RV Entrepreneur. I'm just kind of rambling, and I don't really know what my point is at all. I want to create a strong brand, sure, which is good and important, but my fear is that we can't create a strong brand with just Heath and Alyssa, which is where I think I was wrong. 
you know people that have their blog as their name that have great brands. Like who? I don't know. Just name a human being. Well, Pat Flynn stuff is patflynn.com. Well, it's the smart passive income. That's what everyone knows. He may redirect. He may have patflynn.com redirected, but his website but is like... the passive smart passive income. And honestly, like, I don't know if it'll like totally uh, change. I don't think it'll totally change the game in either way. But I was just thinking, like, while we're doing this, like. I have to go brush. I gotta brush the hair off of you. Yeah. If you think about it, like, say in five or six years, because I mean, part of the, my thought process happened while looking up sites like Pat's. Did you hear that sigh? I think this is the part of our conversation where I probably should have shut up because I've just exhausted her and she's tired of listening to me. But then she said something that brought up what this was truly about. And if I was a smart husband, I would have just shut up and agreed with her at this point. The whole point was combining you and me together so that all of our stuff could be on one thing. And I don't do the podcast. And then I would be posting on the rdentrepreneur.com. Like, you don't see that that would be weird for me and off-brand for me. This whole time, I thought our argument was about picking the best URL for us, which could mean picking the best brand for us. What I didn't realize in the moment was that it could be pretty selfish for our site to be focused solely on the RV entrepreneur, when Alyssa had a lot of other interests outside of business and travel. I thought I was arguing about branding. What is the better brand for us? When Alyssa was just trying to tell me that she wanted to be on the same team, it was about more than picking a website name. It was about being in this together and being partners. Re-listening to this audio months later made me realize how naive I can be in the moment. So what happened with our site? If you've been following our blog recently or listened to any of the recent podcast episodes, you know that we ended up going with heathandalyssa.com. And the results? In the past six months, we've both been able to create content on the same site and under the same brand name. We've published 80 posts. That's vlogs, podcasts, and blogs. We went from 16,000 monthly visitors back in October to 40,000 visitors in less than five months since the merge, which is significantly more than double the traffic that we currently had because we've both been able to publish content on the same site, means more posts, better SEO, and we're just there's more focus around content that's going onto the site. And the best part is that we're way more in sync. We have way more balance and don't have to work as hard to manage two sites. Plus there's a higher level of accountability since we know what the other person is posting and when. What did I learn from this experience? One, I really tend to overthink things. It's a huge flaw of mine. Uh, it's also helpful for me to be around people who can hold me accountable to decisions I've already made. Seeing as I tend to go back and forth so much, it's so helpful to have someone like Alyssa around who will just tell me to shut up and go in the direction I already chose. And the last thing is don't piss off the person cutting your hair. This is never a good idea, Heath. As far as what I learned about picking a blog name, I have a couple thoughts on that as well. One, I don't think names for blogs matter all that much. As long as they aren't insanely long or have lots of weird symbols in them, like I've seen some RV park names, names are one of those things that really feel important in the moment. But we have companies like Twitter and Google that have been wildly successful. And what the heck do those names even mean? Obviously, names can be important, but I think it's more about the execution. I've had way too many random blog URLs in the past before we ever bought RV and started traveling. To name a few of those, wordswithheath.wordpress.com. It's a free blog I had for a while after college. The important blog, Happiness for Sale, with the number four. 
And I'm sure there were a couple others I can't think of at the moment. The point is, the most generic-sounding blog, heathandalyssa.com, has been the one that has gotten the most traction for us so far. Names seem important, but it's all about the execution. Two, people care more about great content on a site than the name at the top of it. The majority of the people who read and find our articles on Heath and Alyssa don't stick around to learn about who we are, what we did on our honeymoon, why we live in our RV, or even read a second post. Occasionally, people stick around, subscribe to our email list, listen to a podcast, or join our Facebook group. But most of the time, people are just after quality information. And when they get it, they'll be on their way. I think remembering standard internet behavior can be helpful to not overthink this big name thing. It's more about providing value in the content that you put on your site. And lastly, is it better to pick a cutesy name that's relevant to your topic or just use your own name? My honest opinion, I don't think it matters. I can cite multiple examples of both kinds of blog names that have done quite well for themselves. I think it depends on the goal. If you have the goal of selling a blog like J.D. Roth, who I brought on the podcast back on episode 38, it probably makes sense to have it branded as the topic of your website. On the flip side, if you're doing more personal brand style of a blog with video content about your travels or something similar, I think it could go either way. Ultimately, we stuck with HeathandAlyssa.com, and I haven't really thought about it much since. I found that most of my decisions go in a similar way. I stress for way too long, overthink about them, and then finally make a decision and everything turns out okay, and I just keep moving forward. Maybe there's another lesson in here that I haven't yet to learn, so I'll keep working on that. How did you pick the name for your blog or website? Shoot me a tweet at Heath Paget or a message on Instagram at Heath Paget and let me know. I'd love to hear from you guys, and I'll see you all next time on the RV Entrepreneur Podcast.